Hello everyone and welcome to Healdsburg Prune Packer Baseball. It's a Thursday matinee showdown between the Walnut Creek Crawdads and the Healdsburg Prune Packers. Hello everyone, I am Michael Bearbald. I'm joined by the coach, Paul Maitzarina. And uh, coach, it's going to be a great game today, Thursday afternoon. This is a team that's given the Prune Packers some problems in the past, so it should be a good one. Yeah, that's what I heard. Thanks, thanks for having me out here again. I, I got here the first game of the season. We had a barn burner, Michael, and uh, I'm looking forward to another one. What a beautiful day, nice weather. Got a chance to visit with my good friend and uh, former player Joey before the game, and he's excited about playing this Walnut Creek team. I mean, I know they've had a lot, a lot of good battles with them, and uh, he has a nice little relationship with their coach, and uh, well, I think it's going to be a nice one today. All right, well, I talked to Joey before the game about all that and more, so here's Joey Gomes, our manager's report. Welcome back to Rec Park. I'm with Prune Packer manager Joey Gomes and, uh, of course, joined by Josh Hammer today. Uh, Joey, yesterday was a big game, uh, for a big win for uh, one reason in particular to me. They've gotten you guys twice in a row here, and uh, they came back and tied things up in the sixth, and it was kind of a wild bottom half for many reasons, but you guys were able to take the lead and really kind of come away with a comfortable win. How big was that just for that reason alone that they had gotten you twice in a row? Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, a psychological thing, right? You know, like uh, when a team has just kind of got your number, you know? Um, but it, uh, the two times in a row thing, that's the first that's happened to us, right? Yeah. You know, so it was really good for us to come out and show you some resiliency where uh, I think they took the lead first yeah, and then we the, took the, the lead inning. and then they tied it up. And then we, you know, we, we showed a lot of resiliency, which was, that was kind of the talking point after the game was just, it's those types of efforts and those types of innings, you know, that, that uh, are, are going to make or break a championship, right? You know, um, I always say it's, it's, it's not the best team that's going to win this thing. It's, it's the team that's playing the best. Well, you've won six in a row. And I know we were talking off the air about kind of how all the seating works. And mm. with Lincoln losing now their second straight, kind of a little glitch in the schedule for the CCL tournament where if they are the three seed then they get to play the night game in front of their home fans on right. Wednesday right. if they're not then we'll get that late game against the winner of the four versus five game is that I mean I would you prefer the night game or it does not really matter is it just baseball for you uh, for me it doesn't matter you know there's there's gonna be five qualified teams that are going in this deal and I imagine at some point you have to play play everybody you know and and um, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know, right? I, I'm, I'm choosing the stance of it doesn't matter because we have to play a first game anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, um, maybe, maybe it doesn't matter as much because you know we're a, we're an hour and fifty minute drive, and the teams from the south are an eight hour drive. Mm -hmm. You know, where that would be a little bit of a, you know, they would probably appreciate the the break. But I think for us, um, back to the original talking point was was. Just getting that win, you know, just reestablishing that, like, all right, you know, if we do our things the right way and we take care of our dugout and we pitch to our our plan and we hit to our approach, you know, um, we're 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 the team to beat. Give me the state of the team. Ryan Targich made his first start yesterday in 18 days. Jesse Lopez getting his first at bat yesterday in 16 days. State of the team going in the final uh, few games of uh, the season. Limping, limping into it but limping turning into a light jog that's going to turn into a gallop that I hope on August 4th is a sprint. Um, the uh, uh, Getting those guys back right now is one thing. Getting them back 
to the shape Full that they strength. were in yeah. is a whole nother thing. Um, unfortunately, some of the guys that took those guys' spots in the time being are also hurt now with uh, Joey Kramer and, and Jared Sundstrom might possibly being out for the rest of the summer with a lower back injury. But, um, I mean, we'll, we'll find a way. The next guy up. Uh, you, I think we talked about this like two or three weeks ago, Michael, where you were, you were um, talking about how deep our team is. I mean, the, the, the fans of the Heelsburg Prune Packers and those that, that care about collegiate summer ball really just look at the win-loss record and assume everything is fine. Nobody knows for 16 days we went without three all-star hitters in the lineup. And the only thing that happened was two losses. Play at the same rate you played all year. Uh, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe half. Henrik Reinertsen ready to go. Jordan Thompson steps in for the Crawdads. And the first pitch of the ball game is in there for a called strike. 0-1, first pitch at 3.04 p.m. And game time temperature, 91 degrees. Reinertsen working from the stretch. The pitch swung on, hit in the air. Center field hit pretty well. Nager going back into his right, and he goes over to make the catch for out number one. Jordan Thompson retired, and that'll bring up Hayden Schott. That ball, a little carry on it. A nice little 0-1 uh, slider. And uh, ball carry day, a little warm weather. She might have some balls uh, fly, but he had a good piece of it for out number one. Yeah, we had a couple balls leave the yard yesterday that yeah. I didn't think were hit particularly well, but like you said, they carried. It was hot yesterday, too. Yeah. And even today, you look at the flag in left field as Reinertsen's first pitch shot is outside ball one, blowing out towards center field a little bit, maybe also right center field. So ball's going to carry. And the pitch fouled back. Count even at one and one on shot. Good pitch, got, got in a little cutter, got in the hands, even up the count. Crawdads defeated the Solano Mudcats five to four yesterday. They were up five to one, but, and the, but the Mudcats scored single runs in the seventh, eighth, and ninth. Crawdads were able to hold on for the victory. The pitch misses outside, the count two and one. And the pitch, there's a strike. And the count even at two and two. Reinerson living on that outside outside edge. You know, he's uh, trying to work all his pitches. Evened up right now, two, two. Shot, left-handed hitter, the pitch. Swing and a miss, chase the pitch out of the zone. Pitch dove away from shot. And he chased for the strikeout. So two are quickly retired, and that'll bring up the designated hitter, Diego Muniz. Yeah, good pitch. Like a little, little combio, a little thing tumbled over, took a lot off. It's all about plus and minus. Muniz was 0 for 3 yesterday, walked and struck out. And the first pitch outside, and the count 1 and 0. Packers coming in at 37 and 5 overall, winners of six in a row. Ooh. And the fastball inside nearly hit Muniz, the count 2 0. Muniz come from a strong program on University of Oklahoma, put out some players. 
He's used to this weather being out of Dallas, Texas. <laughs> and he swings and fouls it right side out of play. Count two and one. This will be after his time, but Texas and Oklahoma potentially going to the uh, SEC. SEC. I know. I can't beat him, join him, Michael. <laughs> Reinerton sets the 2 1. Swung on, hits slowly. Reinerton off the mound. He's going to have to race Manise to the bag. He will beat him there for the 0 1 unassisted. You don't see those too often. <laughs> but the inning is over. So 1 2 3 first for Henrik Reinerton. The Prune Packers are coming to bat. No score from Rec Park here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. You never imagined going to your child's funeral. We all thought Tata was so happy, but he must have been suffering in silence. We had no idea. For too long, we've only talked about mental health behind closed doors, but we're not doing that anymore. Suicide is the second leading cause of death on college campuses, and nearly 10% of college students will seriously consider it. Asking for help isn't a weakness, it's a strength. We can talk about mental health. We can be there for each other. We can get up. We want you to do three burpees for our number three. We can get up for those who are down. There is help, there is hope. Are you paying too much for your business phones and internet? Tired of slow bandwidth? IGT Consult is here to help. Stop paying retail for your telecom needs and move to wholesale pricing with IGT Consult. We save businesses 30 to 40% and bring you the latest technology via the cloud. Contact IGT broker J.D. Marr today at 916-275-5597. That's 916 916- 275-5597 or visit us on the web at IGTConsult.com. We believe student athletes should never have to suffer in silence. We believe the stigma surrounding mental health needs to end. We believe you don't have to walk alone. Thousands are here surrounding you in battle. Together we will walk. Together we will Seth Nager to lead things off for the Prune Packers. We are in the bottom of the first, no score. Michael Bearball, Paul May Tarina bringing you the action from Rec Park. Scoreless top half for Henrik Reinertsen and on the mound for the Crawdads, Foster Gifford, the right-hander out of Wichita State University. And his first assignment is Nager and he deals first pitch strike on the outer half, the count 0-1. Foster Giver, 6'4", 210. Nice uh, big guy, downhill. Could be a good, uh, good challenge for the Prune Packers today. And the 0-1 swing and a miss by Nager, quickly 0-2. for 2 was Nager yesterday, a pair of punch outs. Was eventually replaced by Jesse Lopez. And a swing and a miss, he chases out of the zone that time. The ball gets away from Tejero, but he tags Nager out for the first out, so Seth Nager down on three pitches, and they'll bring up Braden Runyon. Impressive sequence there. A lot of out, ball just traveled out of the zone, they took something off it, a lot of 
Downside tilt on that. Good pitch. Braden Runyon swinging a hot bat as of late. Was two for three yesterday. Scored three runs. Also drove in three at a two-run home run. That gave the Packers the lead in the sixth inning of yesterday's game. So he takes ball one low. Count one and oh. Hit for the cycle on Tuesday. So, especially his past two games, he's been red hot. And getting hot at the right time, as you'd often say. Pitch is fouled right side and out of play. The count one and one. Yeah, talking to Coach Gomes today before the game, he had nothing but high praise about this young man and how could he not the way he's been just in fuego these last few games. And uh, it just only breeds confidence. Keep doing like this. We'll see how long he can ride, ride this ship. And Giffords 1-1. One, one. Dips below the zone. The count 2-1 on Braden Runyon. Playing right field this afternoon. And Michael, that's, when, when you're leaving balls like that, that's when you're seeing the ball well. That's a tough pitch right there. Down, downward, took a little bit off. And uh, he saw it clearly. Two balls and a strike. Ooh. A big swing and a miss on the fastball on the count two and two. Runyon originally out of Texas Tech, but going to play his ball at University of New Mexico this coming spring. It's a good pickup by them. Yeah, we had a couple Prune Packers transfer. Kimball Schusler going to go from Texas A&M to so. University of Texas. As oh. Runyon lines one to center field. That's going to dunk in for a base hit. In front of the center fielder, Jordan Thompson. So Braden Runyon stays hot. And that'll bring up Ryan Targic. Good piece of hitting right there. That's where you're, where you're seeing the ball good and you're in a hot streak. You drive the ball right where it comes from. Drive the ball up the middle. Use the big part of the field. And... Um, Good piece, and um, looks a good thing started here in the second inning. Oh, actually the first inning. <laughs> Target switch hitter batting left. It's 0 for 5 yesterday, struck out three times. Took four of his five at-bats from the right side as he takes inside for ball one. Good pitch. Potters threw two lefties to start. So Targets took his first four bats from the right side and then took the final bat from the left side and struck out. 1-0. Swung on and hit in the air. Down the left field line, foul and out of play. The count, 1-1. One one. Runyon on first after the single. One out in the inning. Prune Packers and the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Final matchup of the season between these two squads. And the 1-1. One, one. And misses outside just a little bit. Count two and one. Gifford holds the set. And the two one. That misses outside again. Three and one. Same pitch. Umpire's not budging. That's a good leave right there. Now you're in the hitter's count. Don't want to put him on here. Three and one, swung on, chip foul, sharply toward the crawdad dugout, and the count will run full three and two. Let's see if Runyon takes off from first on the three two counts. Just one out, but see if the Prune Packers put anything in motion. They don't, as target swings and misses. 
on the off-speed pitch by Gifford. He is retired. Two are gone in the inning, and that'll bring up Torn Montgomery. That was a good pitch. A little changeup, took something off it, stayed stayed low, stayed down, and uh, got really aggressive. And it was a big, big strikeout for the second out of the inning. I'll bring up Torrin Montgomery. Another guy's been hitting the ball well. And I had two more hits yesterday. Drove in a run, had a big double. He kind fills of up the box, too. He's a big man. First pitch to him. Swung on and fouled out of play. Dora Montgomery comes in, standing six foot three, 230 pounds. Yeah. That's, I think my Raiders could use him. <laughs> <laughs> a little tight end action, yeah, maybe? Yeah, a little Waller. I'll take that. It's almost that season. Gifford taking a lot of time in between pitches. Finally comes set. The 0-1, Runyon goes, swung on, hit on the ground to ooh, third. Ooh. Fielded on the short hop by Warner, throws to first in time to end the inning. That's a great pick right there by Warner. Great pick. Finish it out. So no runs on a hit and one left. We've played an inning from Rec Park. No score here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. We believe student athletes should never have to suffer in silence. We believe the stigma surrounding mental health needs to end. We believe you don't have to walk alone. Thousands are here, surrounding you in battle. Together, we will walk. Together, we remind you that your life has value. Together, we raise three. Because mental health matters, and there is hope. Andrew Vaughn charges this ball up into right field. We are tied. Andrew Vaughn lights up Chapman. We are level at four. The first run he's allowed all year in the earned column. Well, Andrew Vaughn put a charge into that. Gives you an idea just how powerful is he, he is because he took it opposite way. Well, Anthony Bender on to close it out. Search of what could be his first major league save. Swung around, three men on the right side against Beatty. 0-2, ground ball. Jazz, Miggy, over to first. No score, top of the second from Rec Park. Crawdads and the Prune Packers going at it. And Henrik Reinertsen after a 1-2-3 first. So he'll go through the heart of the crawdad order, starting with Chase Stabs, left-handed hitter. And first pitch, fastball strike. Count 0-1. Dabs in yesterday's game against the Mudcats. As he chops this one to first, M Montgomery charging, taking his time, flips to Reinertsen, who just barely gets over and makes the play to beat a hustling Chase Dabbs. That play was closer than yeah, it should have been. That was really close. That was really close. But he stayed down. He was confident, and he threw the ball good, good feed, and uh, he ran a hard 90 all the way down there. But uh, it was a close play, but they got him. 
Trevor Warner steps in, the third baseman. Warner one hit in three at-bats yesterday. Scored a run. And the first pitch, slider drilled to center field for a base hit. First pitch swinging was Trevor Warner's singles. First hit of the game for the Crawdads. And that'll bring up Tommy Rover. Rover two for two yesterday, scored a run. Hitting just 182 coming into this at bat. Left-handed hitter. And the pitch swung on chop foul right side. Count on one. Just looks like a hard out. Not knowing this guy, but knowing he's a Sam He looks like a Sam Joaquin Delta. How that, those players are gritty, hustle, never give up on the count. And it looks like he, he finds a way to get on base. Maybe I jinxed him, though. <laughs> Hopefully. For the broom packer's sake. Yes. And the pitch outside. Count even at one and one. And the 1-1 swung on, hit in the air, center field. Nager coming in into his left, still coming in, and he makes the play on the run. Heading back to first is Warner. Rover retired for the second out. Look like Nager didn't look like he got a good, good read on that, but then he made up for it with his, with his speed and uh, deposited that in his glove. So two are gone. And that'll bring up the left-handed hitting Zach Tejero. Runner goes, pitch Good low pitch. and inside, throw to second by Schusler will not be in time. And the count one and oh, Warner up to second on the stolen base. Great jump by Warner, yeah. Good take, got runner scoring position now. May have caught Reinerton and Schusler sleeping a little bit. You know, it's an er earlier start time than usual, but yeah. Packers have had a couple of these now, so. Again, not, nor not totally Abnormal to him, but not the usual start time as the pitch goes up and away 2 0. And there's a strike to count 2 and 1. For Warner, that was his 11th stolen base of the season. Hasn't been caught once. 11 for 11. You can see why. Yeah. 2-1. Uh, misses outside, 3-1. Eighth place hitter, Sammy Esparza, waits on deck. Three other CCL games getting underway later on as that one's bounced right back to Reinerton. And he will flip to Montgomery this time, covering first to end the inning. So no runs on a hit and one left. We played an inning and a half. No score from Red Park here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Hobbling a little bit. Anthony Bender on to close it out. Search of what could be his first major league save. Swung around three men on the right side against Beatty. 0-2. Ground ball. Jazz. Miggy. Over to first and Beatty beats it out. 
And now Beatty hobbling a little bit. Payoff pitch from Bender. Swing and a miss for strike three. Two outs in the ninth. Yeah, we talk about this lethal combination all the time between the power sinker at 97 miles an hour, the sweeping action of his slider at 85. One and two from Bender. Muncie pops this one up. Birdie is underneath it. It's a Marlins win! The win streak comes to an end at nine for the Dodgers. The Marlins bounce back on a night where the place was jumping and the Marlins had little to few options, it seemed, in the bullpen. Anthony Bender collects his first major league save. He may be the MVP. Two out. Here it is. Struck him out. And for the first time since 1954, the Giants are world champions. I wonder what it feel like to do that shit in real life. And now I know I got it. That's the reason no ID has signed me on it. Got it, but it's still visionary to the death of me. Yeah, I'm trying to make it, but I gotta find a recipe. Greatest of all time, I want the world addressing me. Bottom of the second inning, Kimball Schustler lead things off for the Prune Packers. Five, six, and seven do up against Foster Gifford. He worked a scoreless first, gave up a hit to Braden Runyon, and then retired the next two batters target to Montgomery on a strikeout and a ground out. And the first pitch to him, fastball outside. Count 1-0. and oh. Schusler three hits yesterday, drove in a run, all three of them singles. And pitch hit sharply to short, backhanded by Esparza, throws to first in time. Picked out by Dabs for out number one. And they bring up Austin Boast. I don't know about you, Michael, but it's been exciting just watching all these past prune packers, seeing what they're doing, you know, from, from Bond to Bender mm -hmm. to the Lampies and, you know, in this short run of Coach Gomes. I mean, these players are – and that's just the local guys. Yeah. You know, I don't know more about the, the guys that come from other places, but it's just been exciting to see, especially for this area. Yeah, you got Vaughn and Bender in oh. major leagues right now as Gifford winds and deals the first pitch to both, so it's fouled right side of the play. And now you have a guy like – uh, Joe Lampy, who is playing in the Cape Cod League for the Bourne yep. Braves, yep. who uh, I believe are the best team in their division. They clinched their division, so definitely on to bigger and better things, and he's going to be back at Arizona State next spring. Draft-eligible sophomore, too, so a lot of big things for him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> noted, they, they noted those guys, some of those guys came from a good high school, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think of two of them that came from uh, – particular high yeah, school that you yeah, coached good. at. Yeah. So that one's lined to left field for a base hit for Austin Boast. Good piece. So one out single for the Prunebacker left fielder, and that'll bring up Blake McDonald. Yeah, home of the Gauchos, the big house, what they call it. Yes, sir. A lot of those guys made me, great, made me a great coach. <laughs> Yeah, I always tell this story to uh, the people I came in on a playoff game 
against, I want to say it was College Park. Oh, yeah. the infamous Francis Christie three-run walk-off home run. One of the best games I've ever been a part of. Hmm. Yep. First pitch is low, and the count 1-0. and oh. And both those pitchers are playing pro ball. Mm -hmm. I know the College Park it slips my his name. It slips me, but Let's see if we went can. to the University of Washington and – McDonald Ooh. lines one foul down the left field line, and the count even at one and one. Well, I'll get to work on that. Yeah. I want to say that was 2012, 2013, around 2013 that time. 2013 or 2012, you're right. I remember we had to have a police escort at the end of the game. It got so bad. Wow. I didn't know that. Yes. It, was, it got a little hairy at the end, extra innings. Swung oh, on and chopped down the third base line. It's foul. I think it hit McDonald in the yes. box. So count one and two. I remember how smart I was. I squeezed Bunt in the second inning, I believe. And the, I think the final score was 13 to 12. <laughs> there shows you there's coaching 101 right there. Yeah. And Gaucho's 27 and three that year. 12 to 11 final and 13 yep. innings. Oh, yeah. Classic semifinal NCS game. 1-2. Swung on a line. That's a base at the left field. Back-to-back -back singles for the Broom Packers. As the ball is bobbled a little bit by Atkins and left, but Bost will stay at second. Two on, one out for Blake Piveroff. I've been very impressed with Blake McDonald. His whole his prep career and just he just he's just a, a good player. And he hits the ball and I mean he's just a competitive guy. And I've seen him since his Montgomery days, and he's just and he's still playing and still does a good job, and he's going to keep playing in, in Division One. So, real happy for that guy. All right, any of these names recognize uh, for you? Joe Demers from College Park. Oh, yeah, Park. Joe Demers. Oh, yeah. Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. And he went to Stanford. Yeah, and Joe Demers went to Washington. As the pitch is outside and gets away from Tahiro, and moving up to third is Bost, up to second, McDonald. Count 1 or no on Pivroff. Yeah, Gauchos, you guys recorded 19 hits in that game. Jeez. 11 runs, 15 hits, 5 errors for College Park. Yeah. Well, 12 runs, good. 19 hits, 3 errors what? for Casa Grande. We barely had enough sunlight. <laughs> barely. Right. Barely. Yeah, that was one of my – all my six, 700 games I coached, that's one or two, I think. Yeah. It has to be. Well, Pifferoff ahead in the count, 1-0. And the pitch swung on and popped up. Maybe playable. Warner giving chase. It's not as it just bounces out of play. And the count one to one. Great opportunity for the Packers here. Just hard ground ball, something in the air. Strike first. And Prune Packers 22 and four in CCL play. They've already clinched the top seed. Of course, don't want to necessarily go in to the playoffs limping record-wise over the last few games. So 1-1 one, one is swung on and missed, chased out of the zone, count one and two. Does a great job, just plus and minusing, and that was another one right there. A lot of good spin on that, a lot of good uh, edge of the plate, a good swing through. Hey, they're giving up, they're giving a ground ball right here, ground ball run scores. And the 1-2, swing and a miss, strike three, a big strikeout for Foster Gifford. Pivrov, like you said, chased the same pitch. Two pitches in a row. He's retired via the strikeout, and that'll bring in Ian McMillan.
This is coach's favorite friend here. Two out RBIs, two out ribs. My favorite dinner. Two out ribs. If you can do that, then there's no sign for that. It's tenacity. McMillan stands in, and the pitch, fastball strike. Looked a little bit low from here, but the count 0-1 regardless. Yeah, McMillan had a big two-run double with two out in the second inning yesterday. Gave the Packers a 2-1 to lead at the time. This guy was really struggling, but last few games has put together solid at bat after solid at bat. And he had three hits in total in the win yesterday. So he swings and fouls this one right side of the play. The count 0-2. Won't give her to strike away from stranding the two runners with second and third one out. And sometimes it takes quality, a couple quality of bats, a walk, an error, and then next thing you know, your mojo's turned around and you're on a five, six game hitting streak. So you never know with this game. Well, Gifford holds the set. And the 0-2 pitch swung on, hit sharply the second, fielded by Rover on a hop, throws the first in time to end the inning. Well, McMillan hit it hard just right at the second baseman. So no runs on two hits and two left. And we've played two from Rec Park here in Healdsburg. No score here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Newcomb's third pitch is a curveball. Hendricks slams it for a long drive into the lower right field stands. And it's all over but the shouting. Rhodes cuts at the first pitch. And there goes the ball down the right field line. A home run into the seats and the ball game's over. And he connects. Hank Bauer moves back but the ball is out of reach. A home run and a 7-5 Milwaukee victory. There's a drive at the deep left field. Look out now. Crowd roaring now for some action. There's a hard drive. It's a deep drive. And forget about it. It is gone. The ball game's over. There it goes. A long drive. If it stays fair, home run. Mark Littell delivers high drive. Hits the right center field. That's gone. has won the American League pennant for the New York Yankees. All right, top half of the third inning. No score from Rec Park. Crawdads and the Prune Packers going at it. Sammy Esparza steps in and takes strike one. I know my partner here, Michael Bearball, just had some good news for his Yankees. <laughs> like he wants to hold it in, but them just acquiring Anthony Rizzo just a couple minutes ago, they're really wanting to make a run here, Michael. Yeah, it's so interesting as the on pitches outside one on one. It seems like in years past where they've had, I think, better shots to win. They haven't done as much, but now they're they're right. like four games over five hundred. They got pummeled today. And I fully agree. They're, they're out there making moves make to get Gallo and Rizzo. As Ooh. that one's inside, Esparza just goes down. That got him pretty good square in the back. Wanna Creek manager Brant Cummings out of the dugout. Check on his player. And he, he is really shaken up, trying to walk it off. I don't know if he'll be able to stay in the game. We'll see. 
Yeah, that got him square in the lower back, and that he went down like a pretty hard. So not, the, not the biggest fellow, too, so. Well, Sparza's going to try and stay in the game. He's going to run the bases. Leadoff runner for the Crawdads for Ty Atkins. And the pitch is outside. Throw to first, not in time. Esparza able to dive back. Prunepacker's making Esparza move a little bit quicker than maybe he wants to right now. I think Esparza's feeling pretty good. He still's got some power in those legs. And the pitch, I can square some bunt, gets it down. Reinertsen off the mound will just get the out at first. Up to second is Esparza. And one retired, and back to the top of the lineup is Jordan Thompson. Be interesting to see, just surfing Twitter to see what that return is in that Rizzo trade. I know, I bet. Gotta wonder if Luke Voigt's a part of that. They had to give up something. It's a big find. Me personally, I'd still like some bullpen help I as Thompson fouls it at the plate. Count on one. Or just don't pull your pitch out too soon. Like <laughs> German. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Jeez. But it's all it's easy to coach from up here. Absolutely. It's, it is easy. Yeah, the current uh the criticism of the Yankees this year is too right handed. Well no. Now. The projected lineup looks like their three and five hitters could be left-handers. So like old Murderer's Row lineup right there. <laughs> Pitch outside, one one to Thompson. We shall see. Of course, everybody has to be healthy, and all these guys are at the moment. So you knock on wood, they stay healthy, and see if they can make a run. Breaking ball popped up in the infield McMillan looks to have a beat on in at short and he makes the catch you might be one of the few Yankee fans that are listening to or, or part of this right, now. <laughs> right? Well, you're knocking on wood and everyone else is like the damn Yankees everyone you else know, yeah. Like, yeah they so, want to know what the Giants or the A's are yeah, doing I know and so far it's been the A's the only thing making moves Marte Parte yeah Starling Marte to the Oakland A's. Gi Giants haven't made a move yet. They still got about still, yeah. 21 and a half hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Padres getting Max Scherzer. Scherzer. As Hayden Schott stands in, swings and misses. And Frazier on, on Monday, we got. Yeah. I think the Dodgers may have just made a move as well. With, uh, I think, Danny Duffy. As Schott swings and fouls it. And the count, 0-2. Oh yeah, Dodgers. Um, Michael's Mike multitasking right now. We're <laughs> three burners going. Look at that. Jeff Passan, Danny Duffy going from the yeah. Royals to the Dodgers. They needed a left-hander. 
And oh, shot lines a... one to center, going in Nager to make the catch to end the inning. So Reinertsen able to strand Esparza after hitting him. And at the end of two and a half innings, still no score from Rec Park here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Home run! Lowenstein, a home run! Of course, Ryan on deck. Ashby, high drive, deep right field. Down the line of its fair, Astros win! Astros win! Home run for Alan Ashby. Vukovic slams one deep right field. It's all over. George Vukovic, a pinch hit home run. Deep right field, way back. Cutter going back to the wall. It's gone. Home run, Gorby, and there will be tomorrow. Hit to right. Bass going back. Going back. It's gone. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. We're in the bottom of the third inning. Prune Packer top of the lineup. Due up, starting with Seth Nager. Comes in 0 for 1, struck out swinging on three pitches back in the first. I think I misspoke earlier. There's a few more Yankee fans, I think, listening out there. So <laughs> I apologize. Okay, the Yankee Nation is strong, I know. Not just my friend Michael. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, yeah, the love him or you hate him. As yeah, Nager yeah. squares the bun, oh, gets it down. It's a good one, yeah. but it's going to roll foul. Would have been a heck of a bun if he was able to keep it fair. But. He runs well, too, so... And the count 0-1. Yeah, a lot of bagels up there. We gotta get a crooked number. Get some action going. We need mobile shot. So Nager gonna go grab his bat down in the count 0-1. Other games around the CCL at Pershing Park, the Conejo Oaks will take on the Santa Barbara Foresters. Up north, the Mudcats and the Potters will do battle, and the Academy Barons will take on the Arroyo Sicko Saints. All those games will begin at 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. as Nager, kind of a half-hearted swing, goes around the count 0-2. It's a nice crowd out here for a 3 o'clock start. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. Last time I was here, it was later starting. was full house, opening day, but nice crowd. Nager takes outside, count 1 and 2. Of course, Saturday, it's doubleheader, 3 and 6 p.m., so last, one last, uh, at least Saturday night game, and then Monday night to close out the season. Perfect. As the 0-2 is fouled right back to the screen, the count one uh, remains 0-2, rather. I think I'm going to come out there and be a fan. Maybe have a, watch a game, have a nice beverage, and enjoy, enjoy the last few games of Prune Packers before they enter in the playoffs, which I, I expect them to have a strong showing this year. Gifford winds the 0-2. Swung on, hit in the air, down the right field line. Shot giving chase, and it'll drop foul and out of play. And we'll do the 1-2 again. Gifford 36 pitches through two plus innings to this point. 
Pitch number 37 is swung on, hit off the end of the bat and foul just to the left of home plate. That's his go-to pitch, that little change up and outside. Uh, got a little piece of it to stay alive right there, but that's been a pitch that's been working for him. Nice action on that pitch. Yeah, the lefty's kind of diving down and away. Yes. When he got Piveroff on, those two straight yeah. pitches to get a big strikeout in the second and third one-out scenario as time's called the plate. Gifford came in with a 28 to 6 strikeout to walk ratio as he deals outside. Two Setting and two. up outside again. That's what we teach a lot of these kids. I know Joey does the same. Two strikes, you want to cover, react. Cover the outside, react in. That's the best way so you're not going to get beat away. And the 2 2 misses low. So Nager goes from 0 2 to 3 2. There are no tough, there are no easy outs in this Prune Packer lineup. All tough outs. Like a mini Yankees lineup. <laughs> Gifford winds the full count pitch. Fastball inside. Nager works a walk. So from 0-2 to a walk, Nager is aboard to start the third. Yeah, quality of bat right there. When you go 0-2 to work a walk, especially lead off, lead off an inning with no score, that 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 could start. That could turn the team around. And get something going. You know, from 0-2 to run on first. With no outs, see if they can do something with this. So Runyon stands in, singled in the first. He's one for one against swinging a hot bat, as we mentioned earlier in the broadcast. He takes ball one low. And the pitch swung on, chopped to the left side. Esparza Fields goes to second for one, back to first, not in time. Great pick by Dabs to keep it in front of him. Would have been a tough play to turn to anyway. The high chopper wasn't hit all that hard. Esparza had the backhand go to second for the force. So it's a fielder's choice running to board. Nager out at second, and that'll bring up Ryan Targich. Yeah, they did all they could do with that, with that play right there. The Ball pounded hard off the ground, and uh, there was only one out to be made there. And it was a good twist. They made it close, but they got the lead runner. So target switch hitter batting left, 0 for 1. And he swings and misses. Nice breaking ball from Gifford. The count 0 and 1. And throw over to first, diving back is Runyon. And the CCL kind of has, not necessarily a trade deadline, but the whole roster deadline as the pitch misses low. July 15th, when the roster's locked in in terms of postseason, who's eligible for the postseason. That was about a couple weeks ago, actually two weeks ago to the day. So the guys that are on the rosters now will be the rosters you see come postseason time as pitch outside two and one. And talking to Joey, there's been a lot of changes. I know since since my first game when I came here opening day. I mean, people going to the USA team and to the Cape, and you know, and you just add new players, and they keep on 
Keep on winning. So that's a good thing. Gifford holds the set. The 2-1. Swing and a miss on a pitch in the dirt. And the count two and two. Gifford's a lot of confidence in that off speed. Throws it any count, buries it, and it's, it must look really deceiving out there because they're getting a lot of swing throws. Well, and back to the earlier point about the guys kind of coming and going, Packers have been dealing with uh, a lot of injuries and dealing with two more right now, but they've essentially played at the same rate they have all year during that time as Targic takes the same pitch in the dirt. Count runs full three and two. Yeah, it's credit to coaching. It's a credit to players before them. I mean, it's and winning, winning breeds winning. And the two-two swung on, hit sharply to second, pass Rover into right center field. Runyon up to second, he will hold there. Tough play for Tommy Rover at second, just couldn't get in front of it. Yes. I bet she wish she had that over again. He kind of olayed it. You know, I could see him putting a, putting a chest in front of that. It was gonna hurt, but he could have he could have stopped it. But that was a really really hard hit ball. And now the Prune Packers are in business with two on and nobody out. So going back to that uh, Anthony Rizzo trade. So the Rangers are paying all of Joey Gallo's salary for the rest of the year. Well, the Cubs are doing the same with Anthony Rizzo. So the Yankees, who are so obsessed with staying under the luxury tax, still have $4 million to play with. Who'd they give up, though? That's what I want to know. Alcantrana and Vizcaino. I don't know the first names. I'm sure they'll come out soon. But okay. no Luke Voigt, which is interesting to me. Yes. I don't see a bats for him as Montgomery swings and fouls it down the right field line. Shot giving chase, and it'll drop foul the count on one I, I don't see at bats for him he's on the IL right now he's slated to come off the IL any day now but I'm sure at this point he will get traded somehow that is yeah they were about the luxury tax they got that yes network they got that, they got <laughs> that the biggest TV contract yeah I don't know if George Steinbrenner were alive. Oh, I mean, yeah. He, I think he'd be proud of this one. Always, oh. Yeah, they're in the news. Yeah, right. We're talking, we're talking about him. Oh, one ooh, pitch misses low. No. Bounces away from Tahiro, but holding are the runners. And it's funny, I listened to a podcast uh, not too long ago, and it, they would joke about, you know, even if the Mets made a move, Steinbrenner would make one just to take him out of the news, <laughs> take him out of the headlines. Not, yeah. Didn't necessarily help the Yankees, but it took the Mets out of the headlines. You are right. No such thing as bad news, just news. <laughs> yep. And the 1-1. Oh. Lined in the left field for a base hit. Runyon will hold that third. The ball was hit very hard. Atkins able to get it in quickly. But the bases are going to be loaded for Kimball Schusler. That ball was smoked. Yeah. Joey Smart, he gave the stop sign while he was still in the shade on this 90-degree day. Very good. Schuster comes in 0 for 1. He grounded out in the second. They had a similar opportunity earlier, and the, 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 they got out of it. Walnut Creek got out of it. So let's uh, see if there's something different can happen here with the Prune Packers. They're willing to do two for one. 
Double play depth. And the pitch. There's a strike. Count out one on Schusler. Oh, there is one out, yes. I, uh... And the pitch, swinging a foul right at the plate. And count quickly, 0-2. Well, we saw Gifford work out of a jam in the second inning. This one a little bit difficult. Bases loaded, one out. But has an 0-2 count on Schusler. I foresee him just trying to nibble, go to his out, go to that pitch, a little combi on, on the outside, nibble, nibble, see if they can fish at something. He's been successful with that so far all game. 0-2, check swing. Yes, he did, says home plate umpire David Niquez. Schusler down on strike, a big strikeout for Foster Gifford. Two are gone for Austin Bose. That's a tough one right there. Yeah, you got you to gotta let that one go. That's That's tough. Bost comes in at it's that whole relaxed aggression you can be relaxed but you need to be aggressive but 0-2 count you know what the pitcher's trying to do a little bit so Bost at 253 three homers 29 RBIs and a swing and a miss pitch inside count on one Wouldn't this be a magic trick to work out of this jam? <laughs> the Packers are real aggressive swinging right now. They still need to stay in the zone. Gifford struck out four batters to just one walk to this point. It's a good ratio. It's about right on cue with this strikeout to walk ratio yeah. coming in 28 to 6. The 1 in the dirt. Blocked nicely by Tahiro. The count 1 and 1. Still no score from Rec Park, but the Broom Packers have the bases loaded with two out here in the bottom of the third inning. I bet Gifford's going to come back with that same pitch. One ball, one strike. Now the pitch. Swung on, chopped foul over toward the Packer dugout. Count one and two. Runyon's on third, Targich on second, and Montgomery is at first. And a 1-2 count on Austin Boast. Gifford sets. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Boast down on strikes. Packers strand the bases loaded. And we've played three innings. Still no score from Mike Park. Here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network.
As long as... Oh, that's hit well to center field. Finley goes back. Back, back. It's over. A shot into center field. Back, track, wall gone. And with that, the Yankees have won game one of the ALCS. In the air to left. It's deep. It's very deep. It's 3-0 Yankees in the series. No score, top half of the fourth inning from Rec Park. And the Walnut Creek Crawdads will have Diego Muniz leading off. Muniz stabs in Warner, three, four, and five. And the new pitcher for the Prune Packers is Derek Bridges, six foot one, 215 pound left-hander out of Texas Tech University. Making his 13th appearance of the season, coming in with a 2.34 ERA. And the first pitch, this fastball strike, count 0-1. 20 strikeouts to 10 walks in 15 and a third innings. Carries a little wipeout slider, too. It's pretty nice. I think if this is a strikeout pitch, it's a... And the 0-1 fouled right back to the screen. Count 0-2. Muniso for one. Grounded out in the first. Bridges, the left-hander, sets. And the 0-2, swinging a foul. This one back to the backstop. Took and something off that one. Good pitch. Do the 0-2 again. Packers got three shutout innings by Henrik Reinertsen, the starter. Yeah, 0-2, swing and a miss, strike three. Muniz down swinging for the first out of the fourth. Yeah, look at that little off-speed pitch, a little changeup. Ran outside the zone, chased at it. Great two-strike pitch. Now the left-handed hitting Chase Dabbs stands in. And it's a fastball strike right down the middle. Dabbs also grounds it out in the second. He's 0 for 1. I think there's a chance we'll see a slider. There it is, but it's hit sharply into center field for a base hit. That's a nice break to it, but he left it up. Left it right there. And that's in this league. Good hitters will hit that. Can't leave that. Good hitters hit mistakes. So one out base runner, base runner for Walnut Creek, and then I'll bring up Trevor Warner. Singled on the first pitch in the second. Warner comes in, 285, six homers, 27 RBIs. And the first pitch to him, swung on in line foul. Right side out of play, the count 0-1. 
Looking at the CCL standings in particular for the playoffs, the two through five seeds are separated by about two and a half games between the Potters, Arroyo Seco Saints, Slow Blues, and the Orange County Riptide. Packers have already locked up the top seed, but the two through five seeds are still in question as Bridges throws over to first and getting back easily is Dabs. So we, we likely won't know the official seeding really until Sunday night when the final games are played. And of course, that'll begin next Wednesday in Lincoln, Wednesday through Friday with the championship Friday at 6 p.m. The 0-1, swung on and looped into center field. Nager coming in. That's going to dunk in for a base hit. Up to second is Dabs. Back-to-back -back singles for the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Two on with one out. And that'll bring up Tommy Rover. Rover 0 for 1, flew out to Nager in center field. That was in the second. Now the Prune Packers are in the jam themselves. Foster Gifford's been able to dance in and out of two in a row. Now it's Bridges' turn to try and do the same. And the first pitch, Rover squares the bunt, gets it down, down the third base line, and it'll roll foul again. Took the exact same bounce that Nager's bunt did in the bottom of the third. Was beautifully placed, but Let's hit the wrong, spot, wrong uh, spot in the grass. First three hops looked promising, and then it took a little left turn. That's, that's a base hit all way if it stays. So Rover, let's see if he tries it again. Blake Pifferoff now in on the grass at third. Middle infield playing double play depth, hoping to turn two. Bridges holds the set, checks Dabs at second, checks him again, and the pitch rover squares, misses this time, back pick to first, it's off the helmet of Warner, it's in play, it goes over toward the Crawdad dugout, up to second and third are the runners. And I think Walnut Creek manager Brent Cummings saying that ball went out of play, but I don't think so. Ball remained in play the whole time from what I saw. And now the runners are at second and third. They'll take away the double play possibility with one out. Yeah, it's good, a good throw right there. That, that, I think that had him. It was, he had a big lead. He was big secondary. He him going the other way and then just snap throw off his helmet. And um, runners advance. Now they're cooking. Well, Bridges needs a strikeout, and he gets it, swing and a miss on the high fastball from Rover. That's big league right there. Two are gone, and that'll bring up Zach Tahero. Runners at second and third for Walnut Creek. Warner at second, dabs at third. Tahero, left-handed hitter against the lefty Bridges. And the first pitch, fastball strike, count 0-1. Tahiro 0 for 1, ground out in the second. Grounded out right back to Hendrik Reinertsen for the 1-3 put out. And the pitch inside, Tahiro is hit. Second crawdad batter to be hit this afternoon. Bases are loaded for Sammy Esparza. 
Coming from California State University, East Bay, shortstop, number 14, Sammy Esparza. And the other Walnut Creek hitter to be hit today was Sammy Esparza. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. I'm sure Coach Gomes didn't like that one. He, he could have got him with a fastball. He went, hung that slider a little bit, and next thing you know, got bases loaded for the Crawdads. And the pitch swung on and fouled right side out of play. The count 0 1. Sparza coming in at just 167. No homer, six RBIs. Bridges hoping to tightrope out of danger here in the fourth. And the pitch, fastball inside, maybe a bit low as well, the count one and one. Yeah, this game has been craving that one big hit and we haven't got it yet. Let's see who's gonna step up. One ball, one strike. Swung on, chopped right back to Bridges who fields it cleanly and throws the first in time to get Esparza. Well, the Prune Packers and Derek Bridges get out of their own jam themselves. And at the end of three and a half innings, no score from Rec Park here in Healdsburg. Here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Alfonso Soriano wins the game. Jeter hits it into right. Back at the wall. Game over. Yankees win and the series is tied. Call for a big try. Hits it high in the air. Deep to center. Burns is back at the warning track at the wall. It's gone. And the Red Sox have stayed alive with a win in the 11th. In the eighth inning, leading by three as Boone hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to the World Series. Boone, a hero in game seven. <laughs> Down the left field line. That ball is trouble. It is gone! And the Marlins have won game four. He doesn't have to wait to see what happens. Swing the drive, right field. Way, way back. Turning Berkman, it is gone! Atlanta wins it! David Ortiz, you see that number today with three hits. This could be four! Back it goes! It's over! The Red Sox win! Lake McDonald to lead things off for the Prune Packers here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. No score. Tied on the scoreboard and tied and runners left on base too. Six and six. Something's gotta change soon. First pitch to McDonald is a fastball strike on the inner half, count on one. McDonald one for one, singled in the second, was left stranded. And the pitch outside, picked nicely behind the plate by Tahero. The count one and one.
And the pitch swung on, fouled right side out of play. Count now one and two. And the pitch in the dirt. Count even at two and two by, or for McDonald with Blake Piveroff waiting on deck. I like it. Foster just gets the ball and, and pitches it. I mean, doesn't, doesn't waste much time. Gets in his tempo. Infielders love that. Gifford winds. And the 2-2 two -two in the dirt. Tahiro again keeping it in front. Runs count full three and two. Well, Packers looking for a leadoff base runner. Got a leadoff walk from Seth Nager in the third, but we're unable to push anything across. In fact, had the bases loaded and one out. As McDonald fouls it away again. Putting a quality of bat together. I remember going against him when he was at Montgomery, man. He was always a problem up there. Three balls in, two strikes. To McDonald, the pitch. Fastball high, ball four. Great at bat. Good at bat for McDonald. He's on to start the fourth, and that'll bring up Blake Piveroff. See, Coach Gomes is going to start coaching now. He's going to put some things in action. See him stretching out over there, doing a few things. Let's see. Pifferoff stands in 0 for 1, struck out in the second. And the pitch, there's a backdoor slider strike, count 0 and 1. Gifford holds the set. And the pitch, oh, yeah. Piffroff squares the butt and misses. So the count now 0-2. Looking a little perturbed over there, Coach Combs. I can see I can see why. Looked like it might have been a missed sign and then a missed bust bun attempt, and now you're 0-2. Pitch, fastball right there, strike three called. Piveroff down looking for the first out. Gonna bring up Ian McMillan. Number 12, Ian McMillan. McMillan 0 for 1, grounded out in the second to the second baseman, Tommy Rover. So Gifford sets, and the first pitch to McMillan inside the count 1-0. And the pitch to McMillan inside again, 2-0 the count.
McDonald on first. And the pitch, swung on and missed. The count, two and one, fastball. Yeah, he was looking to try to do some damage with that swing. 2-0, Cookie. Top of the order, Seth Nager on deck. And the pitch swung on, fouled right side and out of play. And the count even at two and two. You probably learned where to park now, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> way down the street. <laughs> Two balls and two strikes on McMillan. The pitch swung on, fouled into the Prune Packer dugout. We'll do the 2 2 again. No score, bottom of the fourth inning from Rec Park in Healdsburg. Walnut Creek Crawdads and the Healdsburg Prune Packers doing battle for the final time in the 2021 season, as time is called at the plate by McMillan. Packers have one more go around in CCL play with the Crawdads today. Doubleheader with the Mudcats on Saturday and a game with the Potters on Sunday as a swing and a miss strike three. McMillan down on strikes for out number two. Yeah, hats off to Foster Gifford. I mean, he's made some big pitches when he needs to this, this today. And um, to, to go through this lineup a couple times with a zero says a lot right now. I mean, he has been dodging danger. And, and when he needed to strike out, he would get it. So, uh, so far, so good. But a lot of game left. Less four outs he's recorded have all been strikeouts as Nager squares the bunt takes outside. Count 1-0. Struck out the last two batters to end the third. Walked McDonald to start the fourth, but then struck out Pivroff and McMillan. Seven strikeouts for Gifford. And he deals a fastball in the outside corner of the count 101. His location's been great. He'll throw that now, he throw, he'll throw that same pitch, but it'll take about. 7-10 off it, and then it's, they're, they're twirling through it. And the fastball strike, same spot. Count one and two. No runs on five hits for the Prune Packers. No runs on three hits for the Crawdads. And the pitch, swing and a miss, strike three. Nager Impressive. down swinging to end the inning. Gifford strikes out the side. In fact, five straight strikeouts for Gifford. At the end of four innings of play, no score from Rec Park here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Their walk off by their star, Salvador Peru. Smokes this one. And this one into left field, base hit, and the Rangers win it. 
Nate Lowe delivers his 16th RBI of the season. Feel good. First walk-off hit in nearly two seasons. And Andrew lights when it's a left field with base hit. Harper around third, heading for home. The throw by Dickerson is not in time. A breath. The Giants are getting the baseball. And the pitch. Arise has it. Not an easy play. His throw wide, and the A's are going to win. you got to be kidding me. Kemp scores. Andrew scores. Unbelievable. An air kept the game going. Another air and two runs score. We're in the fifth. Still no score from Rec Park. And on the mound still is Derek Bridges. Ty Atkins lead things off for the Crawdads. 9-1 and 2 due up. And lefty to lefty, the first pitch drifts outside. The count 1-0. Atkins 0 for 1, grounded out in the third. And the pitch... Misses just a bit low, and the count 2-0. Another reason to come to this park, uh, Michael, is they have good in-between inning music. You know, I like their little mix here. Very good, very entertaining, as we're looking for entertainment right now. 2-0, looped to short. McMillan coming in. He's going to play it on a hop. Throws to first in time to get Atkins by a step for out number one to start the fifth. That's a major league play right there. Very good. Read the hop. Strong arm. Got on top of it. Knew the speed of the runner. Got him by half step. Jordan Thompson, the leadoff man, stands in. 0 for 2. Fly out and a pop out to this point. And the first pitch. Swung on and missed. The count 0 and 1. Nothing to nothing, we're in the top of the fifth. And a pitch up and away, count even at one and one. And the pitch outside. Two and one the count. And swung on, hit in the air, foul, right side and out of play. Evens things up at two and two. Just trying to bunch a few hits together. Getting a walk, an air, a hit, you know, that's how things started, get started. But uh, sounds like when, the way the pattern's been going is when these pitchers get in trouble, they bear down, get a strikeout, do it themselves. Pitch, fastball in there, strike three call in the inside corner to get Thompson. He did not think so. Has, has some words with home plate umpire David Nequez as he goes back to the dugout. Two are retired for Hayden Shot. Right on cue. 
Crowd eye manager Brant Cummings also chirping from the first base dugout. And the first pitch and shot is fouled back to the screen. Had a wild bottom of the sixth inning yesterday with the Potters. Had a ball hit down the right field line. Looked fair to everyone else, but not the first base umpire yeah. called foul. That, that went against the Prune Packers. And then a couple missed calls at home plate. And it's the pitches in their first strike, the count 0 and 2. Ball may or may not have hit the bat of Jesse Lopez when he was up the play. They called it a wild pitch, saying it hit off the catcher's glove. That brought home a run. And that caused one of the Potters coaches to get thrown out. As shot swings and misses, chases a pitch out of the zone. We'll all continue that story as we've played four and a half innings. Still no score here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Fastball throughout this at bat. Gerald Laird is on deck for the Braves. And there's a ball hit out to right field. It's a base hit. Rounding third, Jordan Schaefer. Here's the play at the plate. And he's safe. And the Braves win it. Fielder trying to drive the lead catcher today, and it's a fair ball. That'll do it down the right field line. Here comes Tori Alba. Dexter Fowler delivers, and the Rockies win it. A two-out, 10th inning rally. But all he was going to do with that pitch was beat it into the ground someplace. A drive to right center. To the gap. Escobar scores. Mauer coming around. Play at the plate. Not in time. And Dovic delivers the game winner. Down the middle for strike three if it goes to that point. And the pitch is inside. Bottom of half of the fifth inning, no score. Broom Packers will have Braden Runyon leading things off. Runyon, Ryan Targets, and Torin Montgomery will take on Foster Gifford for a third time. Haven't been able to push anything across to this point. I feel this is the inning. Something's going to come across this inning, Michael. Runyon chops one left side, fielded by Warner on a couple hops, throws to first in time. Four out number one, so a first pitch out. Exactly what Gifford wanted. <laughs> Still got time, only one out. And I'll bring up Ryan Target, who's one for two. Foster Gifford, just been dealing, just doing a great, staying off the Packers barrels of the bats, not making maybe one or two hard hit balls, key strikeouts. Works a great pace, fielders love that. I mean, doing a great job. Target switch hitter batting left, hits one. Knocked down by Gifford on the mound, throws to first and throw is wide off of depths. I think that may have hit Target as he was running down the first base line. Ball went out of play, which means Target is going to get second base. Kind of a wild play there. The ball was hit very hard right back to Gifford. Knocked it down with his glove and had enough time. Had he made a strong throw, would have been able to get Target, but throw what I think hit Target somewhere. 
and ricocheted out of play. Yeah, a lot of moving parts there. Ball went strong up the middle, but he couldn't locate it right away, and that was the key to get him down the line. And then the throw was there, just wasn't caught, and then it goes out of play, and now Packers are gonna run in scoring position. So Torin Montgomery will stand in. And the first pitch to him. Check swing, but he say he went around. Count 0-1. Outfield playing really deep. Yeah, Montgomery has a lot of power. Eight home runs on the season. And takes ball one. So any ground ball through the hole should be, should be able to score standing up the way the outfield's playing. Montgomery hits one on the ground, through in the left field for a base hit. Up to third is Targets. They are going to hold him there. Montgomery takes a turnaround first. So toward Montgomery with a single, his second hit of the afternoon. And that'll bring up Kimball Schusler. I stand corrected. Ball was hit through the hole, but you know, the shortstop almost had a play on it. It was a broken bat through the hole, and they had to hold him up, run around first and third with one out. But this is where uh, Foster uh, has been uh, doing his best game, throwing his best game right now with a little pressure on him. So Gifford in a jam. Furners out the corners with one out. And the pitch, fastball misses low. Schusler 0 for 2, ground out and a strikeout to this point. Gifford holds the set, the 1-0. Swung on here on the ground to short, back in it by Esparza, go to second for one, Rover to first, the throw is wide! It goes past, zaps to the fence, scoring is Targich, and the Packers, that's how they take a one nothing lead. Foster got the ball he needed, what a great job. Got his ground ball, throw an apple, get a pair, and it, they had plenty of time, and the throw was errant, and Boone Packers go up one nothing. Tough break for Foster. I have been pitching so well and looked like he had gotten out of danger once again, but the error by Tommy Rover nets the Packers their first run. As Austin Bose stands in and takes ball one low and outside. Bose one hit, two at bats, single in the second, struck out in the third. And fastball, same spot, misses again. Gifford holds the set, and the 
Swung on a line, foul down the left field line into the Prune Packer bullpen. Count two and one. One to nothing, Healdsburg here in the bottom of the fifth. 2-1, swing and a miss by Bost to count two and two. He was looking for more than a single there. And nice cut at it. And the pitch swung on, fouled right side out of play. We'll do it again. That's close to where I parked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And the 2-2 hit on the ground down the third baseline. Foul. And we'll do the 2-2 once more. Kimball Schusler on first after reaching on the error by the second baseman Tommy Rover. Gifford holds the set, the 2-2 swung on and again fouled back. Nice at bat by Austin Bost. Do you got any pitches Foster has thrown by any chance? It looks strong. Next pitch will be number 93. Okay. Through four and two thirds. Pitch and the dirt. Both able to hold up, and the count runs full three and two. So that'll start Schusler from first. Three balls, two strikes, two out. And that's what probably that's what's giving his pitch count up. There's been they've extended these counts really good. Even if it's got a strikeout, they got him on six, seven pitch at bats, which will lengthen your uh, your pitch count pretty quick. There goes Schusler, the pitch swung on, hit on the ground up the middle and through past the dive of Esparza into center field. Going to third is Schusler. They're going to send him around. The throw from the center fielder, Thompson is up the line, and Schusler hops over the baseball, touches home plate, and scores. Austin boasts up to second, and the Prune Packers have a 2-0 lead. Great, that's a great move by Coach Gomes right there. I was watching him the whole time as he was, and he kept winding him up, kept winding him up. The center fielder had to come a long ways to get that ball. The ball was, got, was dead in the grass, and they had to come and make a good throw, and you got to make the other team play fast catch. And a uh, great coaching move by Joey and great hustle to get that second run. Sometimes you got to do that to, to make things happen. They forced it a little bit and it came up to their favor. First pitch to Blake McDonald, swung on a miss, the count 0-1. How about a little athleticism from the Prune Packer backstop? Yeah. <laughs> Gifford, the 0 1. Swing and a miss. And the count 0 and 2. That's what I love about this game. The little nuances. They went from 2 2 to 3 2. 3 2, you got to start the runner. That starting the runner got him on a single to score. On a regular single to center field, got him to score just by starting the runner, just because he extended the count. 
So a lot of, lot of things in play there to, to create that run. Pitch misses outside. And the count now one and two on Blake McDonald, who comes in officially one for one, singled in the second, and he walked in the fourth. Gifford holds the set, the one-two. Swung on a line in the left field for a base hit. Coming around third is Austin Bose. The throw from the left fielder Atkins is cut off. It is an RBI single for Blake McDonald, and that makes it three to nothing, Healdsburg. I felt good about this inning, Michael. I think, you know, we're going to get a few runs. Blake's been just a mess for the other team all day. I mean, it's the third time getting on base. You know, look at him, and he's 30, and I mean, just a picture of a of a, of a hard grind out baseball player, and we're still halfway through this game. Well, manager Brant Cummings out of the dugout and at the mound, hasn't made a move yet. And he's gonna keep Gifford in there with two outs here in the fifth. And as Broombackers have scored three times, and you said it, you felt good about the sitting, but the first pitch ground bout to Braden Runyon, then you maybe kind of uh, held yourself a little bit, but uh, since then, since then, single, single, error, single, single. Maybe I go to the casino tonight. <laughs> so Blake Piveroff stands in. And the pitch swung on, fouled left side out of play. The count on one. Piveroff 0 for 2, a pair of strikeouts, one swinging, one looking. Gifford sets the 0-1 outside, and the count even at 1-1. Yeah, he must be well past the 100 pitch mark by now. Right at 100. Pitch number 101 is line foul, and the count is 1-2. When you walk out to the mound in a situation like that, are you just feeling the pitcher out and see if he's got enough left in the tank to get that final out? Yes, and you always know they're going to say they feel good, but you got to feel them and you got to ask them the right questions and all that. They're always going to say, I'm good, I'm good, but it's up to you to. As Piveroff lines it, as Piveroff lines it foul. A lot of times you want to make sure that, especially if a game like he's pitched, you want to make sure he comes in and feels good about his outing. His outing has been pretty good. This last few, they put a few strong few hits together. An error doesn't help the situation. So you want to build on this performance for his next performance. And he's done a really good job today. Pitch swung on and missed. Pivroff strikes out for the third time this afternoon. But the Packers score three times on four hits and the error, and they leave one. At the end of five innings of play, it's 3-0 Prune Packers from the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. From Bruce, it's up the line, and the Pirates win the ball game. Travis Snyder with a walk-off winner. It's 5-4. Fly ball right center field. That's going to get down. That's going to be a game winner. Ugly around third. Simmons wins the game in the 10th with a double. It's a 5-4 final.
Phillies. There goes Gomez, and Betancourt lines one right center. Gomez on his way to third, and they're going to send him. Here comes a throw. Gomez is safe. The Brewers win. toward left field. Pierre's on his way. It is gone! Wow! A grand slam walk-off home run for John Mayberry! How about that to finish up a ball game? Mayberry's homework for the second time and the Phillies can celebrate! 7-3, the final score at 11. Ninth pitch of the at-back coming to Lombardozzi. Another fastball, flight out to left, Baxter over, makes the catch, tagging at third, LaRoche, he heads on in. We've reached the sixth, Packers lead at three to nothing. New pitcher is Roman Fansocker, six of one, 200 pounder out of Stillwater, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State University. Making his ninth appearance, comes in 1-0 with a 4.10 ERA. 23 strikeouts to eight walks in 15 and a third innings to this point. Last appeared on the 25th, going two and a third, allowing just one hit, walking one and striking out five. And his first assignment is Diego Muniz, and he deals a first pitch strike to count on one. When he's 0 for 2, a ground out and a strikeout, and he swings and misses, and is down on the count 0 and 2. Yeah, Okie State's not, a, at least in the past, when I played there, it's not the most pitcher-friendly place, you know, so you really have to have command, have some really electric stuff, because they, uh, ball likes to fly out of there. Fonsuckers, 0-2 pitch, fastball up high, and the count 1 and 2. Packers lead it three to nothing. Three run bottom half of the fifth. Coach Mayo called it. So that one's hit on the ground to short for McMillan, who fields on a couple hops, throws to first in time for the first out of the sixth inning. One out for Chase Debs, the first baseman. One for two, grounded out in the second, singled in the fourth. Yeah, I had a great visit with Joey today. Just we reminisce about stuff when he used to live with me. He lived with me for a couple of years. Johnny lived with me. His brother lived with me a couple of years. And some hoot, some crazy times. Dabs fouls it, or doesn't foul it. Hits it high and deep down the left field line. Both giving chase, and that's going to stay fair and one hop the wall. Dabs on his way to second with a double. Boy, he fooled me. Ball looked. Yeah, it looked, looked like it was going foul, but stayed in play. And you take a look at that wind was blowing out toward left center field, so now we know why that ball stayed in fair territory. So that brings up Trevor Warner with a runner on second and one out. Yeah, that was interesting. Sorry. 
So Warner stands in two for two, pair of singles. And the first pitch is fastball right down the middle called strike. Fonsager sets the 0-1. Fastball just missed a bit outside, and the count 1-1. Yeah, I'm guessing that's low, low 90s right there. Runner on second, the 1-1. Swing and a miss. Pitch chased out of the zone, the count 1-2. Fontucker trying to strand Dabs at second, who doubled with one out. One and two the count. And the pitch swung on, hit on the ground to third. Pivroff fields cleanly, gathers and throws to first, just in time to get the speedy Warner. Two are gone, and I'll bring up Tommy Rover. Tommy Anning from San Joaquin Delta, second baseman number four, Tommy Rover. Rover, left-handed hitter, comes in. 0 for 2, fly out and a strikeout to this point. And the pitch, in there for a strike. And the count 0 and 1. And the pitch misses low. Count even at one and one on Tommy Rover with two out here in the top of the sixth. Fun Soccer's one one. There's a strike. Took a little bit off there, and the count now one and two. Yeah, real loose wind-up, real nice, little lengthy body type. Like you can uh, put a lot behind the ball. 6-1. One. 1-2, one, check swing. Did he go? Yes, he did. Says the base umpire. Rover down on strikes for the second time to end the inning. And we are through five and a half here at Rec Park. The Packers lead at 3-0 here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Not just that play in general, the Phillies have had a really bad year defensively. And oh, oh, is that number one? Andrew Vaughn, you told you guys this would be the night. Andrew Vaughn picks up his first big league home run. Had that feeling in my bad knee, guys. Uh, turn the lights on at least. Around the bases. There we go. He spit on the changeup the pitch before. It looked like he was seeing the ball really well, and then he got a, a, something a little up, hammered it. A two-run shot. White Sox doubling up the Twins. He's 23 years old, third overall pick, top bat, coming out in the 2019 draft. 
He was the 12th overall prospect according to MLB.com. He is as polished of a college player in terms of offensive skills as we've seen. And that right there was his first big league home run. Derek Cole goes the distance. 99 on the last pitch of the night. How would you like to lower your business telecom budget by 30 to 40 percent? No matter where you are in the United States, IGT Consult is here to serve you. Scan us a copy of your phone and internet bill and we'll send you a free analysis with competitive bids for your telecom needs. Why pay retail when you don't have to? Contact IGT agent J.D. Marr at 916-275-5597. That's 916-275-5597. Or visit us at IGTConsult.com. to scamper home. Two on, two out. Tenth inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. Throw by Ethier. In time. Bottom of the 6th inning. Packers lead it 3 to nothing. As Ian McMillan will stand in, 9-1 and 2 due up for the Prune Packers. And the new pitcher for the Walnut Creek Crawdads is the right-hander Walker Zander out of Houston, Texas and Texas A&M University. Making his ninth appearance is 0-3 with an 8.04 ERA in 15 and two-thirds innings, 16 strikeouts to nine walks. And his first pitch to Ian McMillan is inside, ball one. Yeah, we closed the book on Foster Gifford, but I thought he had a pretty good outing, over 100 pitches, but you know he wasn't helped by his defense. But a lot of good things he, he, he showed today on this tough lineup that he had to face. And the 1-0 swung on foul, right side. Dabs giving chase, and it will drop out of play. And the count 1-1. Gifford's line, five innings, allowed nine hits, three runs, none of them earned, two walks and nine strikeouts. They hit the ball on him, but yeah, when he needed a, a strikeout, he performed. One one is outside, and the count two and one. McMillan coming in, 0 for 2, ground out and a strikeout. And pitch, there's a strike, outer half, and count 2 and 2. Packers lead it 3 to nothing, bottom half of the 6th. And the pitch swinging a foul to play. Tahiro unable to hold on. 
One of the things we were talking with Joey about when he lived with me, one of the interesting was funny things. He used to keep his room. They used to, it was like a meat locker, super cold. We had the windows open and all that. People would come over. Why is his room so cold? He just, that's the way he liked to keep his room <laughs> cold. The whole house was warm and he would like, and that's just, <laughs> and people would just say his room's like a meat locker and that's just how he lived. And it, was, <laughs> it was just low maintenance stuff. It was an easy, it was an easy roommate. Pitch outside, count full three, two. Good times. Talked a lot of good baseball, a lot of little late at night, a lot of scenarios and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I, had, I knew then that he was going to be special and do something with, uh, with kids, with older kids. McMillan, 3-2, fouled back. We'll do it again. Can only imagine what the what the conversations were like. <laughs> they were spirited, for lack of a better word. And I used to try to get them going when he used to just do lessons. I said, "Hey, you need a coach. You know, you think you know it's it's it's, it's fun when you instruct a good person, but you try to have 15, 20 guys. That's when you got to work things a little bit, you know. And then come up to the challenge and look at him. He's nothing but success since he's been here. So, uh. McMillan in the right center field. Thompson and Shock converging. It'll be Thompson making the play in right center field for out number one to start the sixth. McMillan is now 0 for 3. And that'll bring up Seth Nager. Nager 0 for 2 officially. A pair of strikeouts. He also walked. That was in the third. Nager, left-handed hitter. And the pitch, fastball outside. And the count, 1-0. 3 nothing. the Prune Packers lead it. That one's chopped foul and broke his bat. Piece of the bat went flying out towards second base. And the count is 1-1. One and one. So Nager gets his new piece of lumber. So one ball and one strike. Walker Zander hoping to keep this at three nothing. And that one's line foul down the right field line. The count one and two. Xander holds the set, and the one-two. Swing and a miss, strike three. Nager down on strikes for the third time this afternoon. He's now 0 for three, and that'll bring up Braden Runyon. Yeah, the Crawdads have a lot of success on that unleaded on the outside. They've been, that's been the strikeout pitch. You know, hard in, slow away. And then, you know, and the, and the prune backers have been aggressive on that, and uh, that's how they got, they got a fair amount of strikeouts today, uh, the prune packers. But a lot of that has to go to credit to the Crawdads pitching. Runyon stands in one for three. And he chops this one slowly. Esparza coming in, fielding it, throws the first off balance, pulls dabs off the bag. 
The throw is to the right of first base, if you're looking at it from shortstop. And he tried to put his foot back on the bag, but was too late. Yeah, those are plays you always, you know, a lot of coaches have problems with it. If you have plenty of time, sometimes at shortstop you want to set your feet and just throw a rocket over there. Instead of throwing on the run, sometimes that ball tails. You had plenty of time, but he had to move off the bag, and the first baseman did a great job of fielding the ball first, or it would have been you know, to the screen, might have been on second base. So run you in a board for Ryan Targich, and he takes inside, count one and oh. Targich, two for three, pair of singles, scored in that three-run fifth inning. That was the second error of the afternoon for the Crawdads. And the pitch swung on, chopped foul, count even at one and one. Yeah, I used to say when our, when our teams used to get a playoffs, most games are lost, not are won. If you could make your plays and all that, you have a chance. So in big games, usually you lose a game rather than someone hits a three-run homer to win it, at least in the, in the lower levels. I see that happen a lot. As, uh, as targets uh, chops a foul and first base coach Max Shoop making a play. Shoop, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But anyways, yes, so taking care of the ball is key, especially when it comes to playoffs for these prune packers. They will have to take care of the ball because they will be in games like this. Everyone has pitching by the time you get to playoffs. Runner goes, pitch low, throw to second base is in time. Runyon came off the bag. I think he overslid, and Sammy Esparza applied the tag to end the inning, so Runyon is out, and... Brian Targish will lead off the bottom of the seventh inning. And as we've played six, the Packers lead it 3 nothing here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Bregman would like to get him to scamper home. Two on, two out, tenth inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. Martinez on the run. This is way back, and it is gone. It is a walk-off home run for Justin Turner. The Dodgers are up two games to none, and they are going crazy. Altuve not going 3-2, and Correa hits this one out in the right center field, and that one's going to get down for a base hit. Altuve is on his way to third base, and Altuve around third and coming home. Here's a throw to the plate by Gregorius. It's dropped by Sanchez. Altuve scores, and the Astros win it 2-1. Carlos Correa the hero. Swung on, banged to third. Down the line it goes. Fair ball. Base hit into the corner. Here comes Jackson. The Indians win it. And on the 10th pitch of the at-bat, he banged a single down the third baseline. And the Indians in one of the most improbable comebacks. In We're in the 7th. Packers 3, Crawdads nothing as... A swing and a miss to start the seventh inning by Zach Tejero. Count 0-1. Roman Fansocker still on the mound for the Prune Packers. 
And the pitch low. And the count one and one. Tejero was hit by a pitch in the fourth, grounded out in the second. And the pitch taken outside. The count two and one. And the 2-1, fastball inside, 3-1 the count now. Crawdads hoping to get something going, down by three here in the seventh, so again to the late innings. And the pitch, chopped foul, and count run full, 3-2. and two. Still chip away, they get a run here, you know, try to close the gap, shorten the game up. But like I said, time is starting to run out. But a lot of zeros up there. Fan soccer sets getting ready for a 3 2 pitch. And here it comes outside ball four. So Tahiro's on base for the second time this afternoon. He works a leadoff walk. And that'll bring up the eighth place hitter, Sammy Esparza. Maddox from California State University, East Bay. Shortstop number 14, Sammy Esparza. Talking about games are, that are lost. Did you see the Bellinger throw on Monday? Oh, my goodness. That was, that was unbelievable. Sold it. That was 40 feet. Yeah. That's that the exact was, distance that John Miller said yeah, on the radio broadcast. That was crazy. If you was throwing that from center field, it would have been a great throw to the plate. Esparza takes strike one in the count on one. Yeah, Giants just keep on winning. Winning yeah, again fine, today, 5 nothing. And the Dodgers are still minus 250 to win a division. I mean, they're still the favorites to win. Which Fastball, or breaking ball outside to count 1-1. One and, one. Nobody out here in the seventh. And the pitch, swinging a chopper foul. And the count goes to one and two. Is there no extra base hits today? Well, it's not good radio to ask questions, but. Dabs, <laughs> Dabs doubled in the six. Okay. Chase Dabs okay. for the Crawdads and for the Prune Packers. I figured there's a lot of singles. I, I don't see. see any for the Prune Packers, so okay. just the one. Death by paper cuts. <laughs> and the one, two. Swing and a miss. Esparza down on strikes. He's now 0 for 2 officially. Retired via the strikeout, and that'll bring up Ty Atkins. First pitch, swing and a miss by Atkins. And the count 0 and 1. He comes in 0 for 2. Pair of ground outs to this point. I'd love to hear what, Rome, what their plans are for Roman at Oki State. He has a lot of good action. You can see he has, look like he has a high ceiling. Good arm action, firm. It's a couple good, you know, plus pitches. He throws secondary pitches. Swung on and fouled back. That's, yeah, that's firm right there. I know we had a gun. Someone had a gun down here. 
There's some of the Crawdads players have been sitting, getting gun on their pitchers, but not ours. Okay. We've occasionally had one, like someone out here radaring, scouts, other people like that. 0-2. Oh, Up and away. The count 1-2 and two now. Top of the lineup, Jordan Thompson on deck. Fastball outside in the count two and two. Twenty-seven pitches for Fun Soccer through an inning and a third to this point. And the two-two, upstairs count runs full three and two. Let's see if maybe the Crawdads put anything in motion, trailing by three runs. Gotta try something, I would think. They seem like to get a base runner on each inning, at least one. Runner does not go, and the pitch is fouled back, so we'll do the 3-2 once again. Three to nothing, Prune Packers were in the seventh. Van Sacker holds the set, and the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball down the left field line and foul. Oh, well that one, like the other one. Oh, yeah. No, not this time. <laughs> yeah, that one snuck in. Three, two again, right down the middle. Strike three call. Atkins down looking, he's 0 for 3, back-to-back -back strikeouts by Fonsacker, and that'll bring up Jordan Thompson. That was a great pitch, pounded inside corner right there, frozen. Thompson 0 for 3, fly out, pop out, and a strikeout to this point. Fence Soccer gets a new baseball. I'm trying to keep the tying run in the on-deck circle. On first is Tahero. Thompson at the plate. First pitch, fastball inside, and the count 1-0. Broom Packers looking for win number 38. Should they get the final seven outs? Swung on, broken bat, right back to Fonsacker, who fields and throws to first in time to get Thompson to end the inning. So no runs on no hits and nobody left. It's time to stretch here in Healdsburg. The Packers lead at 3-0 here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. A play goes to second out there, throw to first. Oh, and what a play! But here comes the runner, Donaldson. He's safe. He's safe. The ball game is over. The Blue Jays are moving on to the ALCS. You know they've turned.
returned a lot of double plays. Oh, there's a drive to deep left field, and the ball game is over. Ishikawa hits one in the right. The Giants win the pennant. Bottom half of the seventh inning, Packers lead at 3 0. And the Broom Packers will have Torn Montgomery leading things off. It would be Montgomery, Schusler, and Boast. Four, five, and six in the batting order with a 3 0 lead. So Montgomery stands in. Walker Zander still on the mound for the Crawdads. And the first pitch to Montgomery is a fastball strike, and they count 0 1. And I just realized something. What's that? Wasn't Ryan, Ryan Target just supposed to take this at bat because Brayden right. Runyon was thrown out stealing second base? Crawdads may have a batting out of order situation here. You are right. If they realize it. But the count's one and one on Torn Montgomery for the moment. And the pitch swung on, hit on the ground, through in the left center field for a base hit, past the diving Esparza. So Torn Montgomery with a single, his third hit of the afternoon. And that'll bring up Kimball Schusler. So Schusler will stand in. He's 0 for 3. Reached on an error and scored in his last at bat. Well, no protests from the Crawdads. Interesting. And where's the throw at a second base? Mm -hmm. Runyon cut down. So that one's hit on the ground is short. This could be two. Esparza goes to second, and it's dropped by Rover. Montgomery takes a turn. He'll hold there. Well, that's why I said it should have been two. It wasn't two. Second time that they botched a double play this afternoon. And now runners try first and second with nobody out. Fundamental. I mean, when you teach that as kids, when you feel that ground ball, you show him the ball. He came and shot it real quick, and, and it, it seemed like it, it, surprised, it surprised him. I mean, he got the feed, and I just, he did underhand. He didn't show him the ball. It came right off his hand so quick, and it was really close, and it went right by him for the air. And the last time that happened, it cost the Crawdads three runs. Let's see if the Prune Packers can take advantage again with Boast at the plate. 
And the first pitch to boast inside ball one. Boast two for three, pair of singles, scored a run and three run fifth. And the pitch. There's a fastball strike. The count one and one. Yeah, second baseman Tommy Rovers having a tough day today, but that was, that was not his fault. That's a tough one that uh, he didn't get the right feed, and it looks like that he, he didn't catch it, and you know, it looks like that that it's a, it would be his error. But that was a tough one. Yeah, they gave it to Rovers, the second of the game. As there's a strike on the outside corner. The count one and two on Austin Boast. Three errors total for the Crawdads, and now scoreboard's malfunctioning a little bit, so we'll look to get that all reset. But good thing we're doing it on our end. I think you're doing it. Not a coincidence that three errors and three runs. Packers hoping for more as Bose swings and foul tips one into Tahero's glove for the strikeout. So Bose retired, out number one in the seventh, and that'll bring up Blake McDonald. McDonald. McDonald, uh, two for two, rather. Runners on first and second, one out. And the pitch outside. I believe he's going to St. Mary's next year, too. Yep, St. Mary's College. That's nice. Great pickup for uh, Shoopy and the boys over there. Another name, Seth Nager, transferring from Arizona State to St. Yeah. Mary's. And St. Mary's has pitching. They just need to be a little stronger at the plate. And the pitch in the dirt. Count is 2-0. And now Tahira will have a meeting at the mound with Xander. And you know, as, as a coach, when you, know, you see your team making three errors like this and it's costing you a run, how do you really get the pitcher to kind of stay focused and stay on point? Because you know he's got to be frustrated. Yes, that's... that's Doing his that's, job, that, getting the ground it, balls. It's, that's... that's that's a tough question because every pitcher is different. Everyone, every makeup is different. Hopefully you have a pitching coach that will talk to him and all that. Usually I wasn't good at that because I was really with the fielding. I would be involved in that. You have a good pitching coach, someone that can talk to him. They know it's part of the game. That's how it is. But it's frustrating because it goes on their line. It's McDonald fouls it away. So, but when you find time to get to this level, they, you know, they know everyone's trying. Everyone is, it's just frustrating. That's all. It's just real frustrating. But it is, like you said, to keep them focused. When you got to give a team extra outs, it's a no-win situation. And especially a team like the Prune Packers, it's the two-one breaking ball drifts outside, and the count three-one. Yeah, it's one thing I coaching. We used to keep on a grease board, extra outs and quality at bats. If I had a lot of things to qualify for quality at bat, and then we always we always want a three under our inning. Three. If we had to give a four or five, that means we're in trouble. It usually signifies a, a, a bad inning. And the 3-1, there's a strike, maybe a low strike there. And the count is now full 3-2. I'm still intrigued by that little batting out of order. I mean, maybe they didn't know it. Or I must not have. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Targets was supposed to lead off this inning and yeah. said it was Torrin Montgomery. 
The 3-2 is on the way. Swung on line to center field. Coming in is Thompson. He dives and he can't. He made the play. He did make the play. Throw back to second. Will be in time to double off Montgomery. And is that going to be a triple play? I think so. There was one out, so that's going to be a double play. Thompson made the diving play in center field and threw back to double off Torn Montgomery. Wow, what a play. Would have been a triple play. Yeah, the base umpire out there, Steve Livernoy, making the call. That would have been a triple play. I want to know, I mean, did he grab that? I can't see that far. You have better younger eyes than me. Yeah, it was. I uh, mean, it looked like. Yeah, tough to tease, especially in the daytime. Yes. With, yes. The, with the sun shining out there, but he made the play. Umpire out there, Steve Livernoy saw Great it. Great play, yeah. The inning is over, so. Yeah. Thompson makes the play, doubles off Montgomery. We've played seven full, and it's 3-0 Prune Packers here on the Hiltzburg Prune Packer Radio Network. On the short hop, gets the first man. Watch Craig in the background going to third. So the first man is out. The throw is wide, and now Middlebrooks can't get out of the way. Obstruction is called. Craig, who can't run, Normally would have been out at home. South of Lamakia making a great play. There's one out. That's the second wide throw at third. There's the obstruction. Middlebrooks. Unbelievable. This game ends with an obstruction call. This game ends 5-4 because of that right there. Behind on the count, three and one. That's a base hit. Red Sox win it. This series tied in a game apiece. The three runners line to right. That's a fair ball in the corner. And the St. Louis Cardinals are going to win game one. Throwing machine. In the air, right center field. Let's get a chance. We've reached the eighth. Packers lead at 3 nothing over the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Roman Fansocker out for his third inning of work. He's going to face Hayden Schott to start, who swings and flies one down the left field line. Pifferoff out from third, giving chase, but it'll drop foul. And the count 0-1 on Schott, who's 0-3. A pair of strikeouts and a flyout to this point. This is an interesting that just came out of Major League Baseball. Mariners pitcher Hector Santiago, same guy that got busted, first guy for sticky stuff, now... Suspended 80 games with uh, positive tests on a illegal testosterone. A shot swings and misses the count 0 and 2. Jeez. And no sticky stuff rules here in the CCL. <laughs> At least not yet. So now Fensocker steps off over a group. 
Who knows? Maybe the pitchers here are using a little spider tack. As that one's lined up the middle, McMillan catches it on a line for the first out of the eighth inning. And then I bring up Diego Muniz, the DH, who's 0 for 3. Back next to Oklahoma, DH number 12, Diego Muniz. They just got to learn to throw with that stuff. Some of that stuff people use, but they don't know how to, they don't know how to use it, you know. And it's not beneficial unless you know how to use that stuff, and it takes a lot of years. And a swing and a miss by Muniz, the count 0 and 1. And here's a little wrench for you. Now it's the Dodgers working on a Max Scherzer deal. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, we felt the deal done with the Padres, but Padres. here we go. Oh. Trade deadline season. <laughs> it's the pitch inside. Count one and one. I know, we always thought about that in high school baseball. That'd be interesting if you could make trades. And in high school? <laughs> you might hurt a lot of people's feelings. Yeah, right. <laughs> One one pitch, the fastball strike. Muniz saying, Oh my goodness. That was a strike. It is, according to home plate umpire Diego Muniz. He's saying I could read what he's saying. He said he didn't catch it. Why are you calling it a strike? And he he's saying, Well, what went over the uh came across the plate, so doesn't matter if he caught it or not. Came across the plate at the knees. So Muniz down the count one and two. And the pitch swung on, hit in the air. Shallow center field. Nager coming in, still coming in. It's going to drop in for a base hit. So Diego Muniz has his first hit of the afternoon. One out single here in the eighth. And that'll bring up Chase Dabbs. Let me ask you, Michael, what's your feeling on the paying the, playing some of the players now? You know, the college. Oh, in college? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough, but I feel like with the money that they're making now with all the TV packages I, I and you know, especially in football with all these games on national TV, I, um, I figure I it's going to happen at some point. And yes. they're doing it anyways. They do it above the table at least. Right. You know? So Dab stands in the 1-0. There's a strike on the outer half. And the count is 101. Dabs two for three, single and a double to this point. Grounded out in the second, singled in the fourth, doubled in the sixth. And the pitch in the dirt. And the count two and one. And the pitch taken for ball three, three and one. And the three one, there's a strike. And runs to count full three and two. I know I've said this before, but 3-2, I know one out, but down 3 nothing. See if they put anything in motion. At least they have no play. Runner doesn't go. Pitch is chopped. Fonsacker fields. Goes to second for one. 
And the throw back to first, not in time. They're going to say McMillan came off the bag. He can't believe it. You saw it the entire yep. way. Yep. It's kind of a late call by the base umpire. Yeah, I saw that. It looked like he wanted to throw him out, but it's the right call. And Coach Gomes is, is not arguing with it. So officially that goes as an E1 with the wide throw. We're talking about runners, you know, staying on double play. They didn't go. They get a double play ball, and then they bobble it. Well, and that's the third double play between both teams, that third double play that could have happened could have but happened. didn't because of an error. Two for yeah. Walnut Creek, and now this one by the Prune Packers. And, and pitch misses high, ball one. The Trevor Warner stands in as the tying run, and he has the power to tie this game. Six home runs on the year, second in the CCL. Pitch, check swing, but it's a cold strike anyway, and the count one and one. And the pitch, swung on, hit on the ground the second, another chance, Targic goes to second for one, McMillan the first, two, a double play. They turn the 4-6-3 to get out of the inning. So no runs on a hit and one left. At the end of seven and a half innings of play, three nothing Packers here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. And a drive, hit deep to left field, looking up, way back, it's gone! Scoring position. That was third in the American League. Chris will send it into right field, a base hit. Seth Smith's coming around, and the Oakland A's will live another day. Game five is tomorrow. Since being in the bullpen.
Bottom half of the eighth inning, new pitcher for the Walnut Creek Crawdads is Gabe Tanner, right-hander out of Danville, California, making his 11th appearance. 0-2, the 4.40 ERA, and he's going to face the pinch hitter, Hans Smith, who takes up high. Count 1-0. 20 strikeouts to 7 walks in 16 in the third innings. One of my guys here, one of my favorite guys, Hans Smith, played for me for three years. Loved the kid, good family, good Playing at Cal Berkeley, sister, his sister's center fielder at uh, St. Mary's, just an all-around good kid. It's nice. To, this was the fruits about being a coach. You get to see these guys play at the next level. Plus, he was wearing a pretty good number, number 15. <laughs> <laughs> Fastball inside, 3-0. Yeah, we had a pretty good team with him and Torkelson, and starts from there. Tanner winds to 3-0. Fastball inside, ball four. So Smith comes off the bench, doesn't take the bat off the shoulder, works a four-pitch walk, and that'll bring in Ian McMillan. One more thing about Hans. His girlfriend is a starting center fielder for uh, Stanford softball, and I'm a big fan of softball, and uh, she gets after it. She was all packed and uh, pretty, pretty speed fast, and... Uh, so yeah, they have a pretty good deal, duo together. Pretty, two pretty good athletes. So McMillan stands in 0 for 3. He takes breaking ball outside. Count 1-0. Of course, your daughter is going to be playing college softball. Yeah, a couple of Next month, take her, take her to Reno. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's, it's it'll be fun to watch. McMillan heading to count 1-0. The pitch misses low. And it, Clips the dirt. Smith thought about going to second, but holds up. The count 2-0. Oh. And a throw to first, diving back to Smith. Fastball inside. Thank you for remembering did an interview with her, and I don't get to hear her talk much about herself, which she doesn't, which is fine, but got to hear some things I didn't know about from her, about her <laughs> softball career, and you know, it's just, as a dad, it's, it's always nice, and being a part of it, but yeah, that's her thing. It's her thing. I'm just, I'm just along for the journey. Had a blast as McMillan takes a strike. Count runs at three and one. How did the Cougars do the Rancho Cotillas yes. past season? Yes, they, they won the league, but that's all they're, you know, unfortunately, there's no playoffs. Mm -hmm. so we won the league as far as we can, but without no playoffs. And that's just only 15 games, which is too bad. Swung on here on the ground to short. Esparza goes to second for one. Rover to first. Two, a double play. Crawdads finally turn a clean double play. Two out here in the eighth inning, the 6-4-3. And that'll bring up... Cam Blake. Blake's going to pinch hit for Seth Nager. Blake comes in at 370. Two homers, 25 RBIs. 
Blake, left-handed hitter. And the first pitch, breaking ball strike. Count 0-1. And the pitch, fastball, just missed a bit inside. That's the beauty about this team. They come from everywhere. I mean, I, I, I see Texas Rio Grande Valley High School. I mean, uh, college. Very interesting. Pitch, just missed. Count two and one. I know he's from Round Rock, Texas. I know a lot of players come from there. I know a few guys from there. Pitch swung on foul back to the screen, and you always hear a lot about Texas for football, but they produce a lot of baseball talent as well. Yes. So two balls, two strikes, two out on Cam Blake. The Packers lead it three to nothing over the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Tanner winds and deals, fastball outside, count runs full three and two. Pitch swung on and missed strike three. Blake down on strikes to end the inning. So one, two, three inning for Gabe Tanner. We head to the ninth with the Packers leading three nothing here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. You never imagined going to your child's funeral. We all thought Tata was so happy, but he must have been suffering in silence. We had no idea. For too long, we've only talked about mental health behind closed doors, but we're not doing that anymore. Suicide is the second leading cause of death on college campuses, and nearly 10% of college students will seriously consider it. Asking for help isn't a weakness, it's a strength. We can talk about mental health. We can be there for each other. We can get up. We want you to do three burpees for our number three. We can get up for those who are down. There is help. There is hope. Are you paying too much for your business phones and internet? Tired of slow bandwidth? IGT Consult is here to help. Stop paying retail for your telecom needs and move to wholesale pricing with IGT Consult. We save businesses 30 to 40% and bring you the latest technology via the cloud. Contact IGT broker J.D. Marr today at 916-275-5597. That's 916-275-5597 or visit us on the web at IGTConsult.com. We believe student-athletes should never have to suffer in silence. We believe the stigma surrounding mental health needs to end. We believe you don't have to walk alone. Thousands are here, surrounding you in battle. Together, we will walk. Together, we remind you that your life has value. Together, we raise three. Because mental health matters, and there is hope.
Andrew Vaughn charges this ball up into right field. We are tied. Andrew Vaughn lights up Chapman. We are level at four. The first run he's allowed all year in the earned column. Well, Andrew Vaughn put a charge into that. Gives you an idea just how powerful is he, he is because he took it opposite way. Top of the ninth, and first pitch swinging is Tommy Rover, who bloops it up the middle and unable to make the plays. Second baseman Ryan Targich sliding to his right to Tommy Rover with a leadoff single, and that'll bring up Zach Tejero. New pitcher for the Prune Packers is the left-hander Spencer Hines. His ninth appearance of the season, 1-1 with a 4.76 ERA. 23 strikeouts to 12 walks in 17 innings to this point. Face the lefty Zach Tejero. And the first pitch, fastball low in the count 1-0. Pitch swung on, popped up. McMillan comes in to make the play. Throw back to first, and they got him! They caught Rover a little too far off first, and it's a double play. It was just a little pop-up in the infield. McMillan came in. Rover came off first. McMillan with a heck of a transfer to make the throw, and they caught Rover for the 6-3 double play. Unbelievable. That's incredible. I mean, he's. I think he just overextended too far. Maybe he didn't see the ball, but... That's a that's a fundamental little league play. You got to got to assume the out, get on your back. Yeah, no excuse for that. No. Well, just like that, Sammy Sparza is the last uh, chance, and he swings and fouls it out of play. The count on one. We've seen our share of interesting double plays today. <laughs> that's for sure. Or non or lack thereof. Uh, yes. In some cases. Yeah. Yes. And that was one of them. So Hines, the 0-1. Fastball inside. And so the count, 1-1. One and one. Well, Prune Packers and out away from their 38th win of the season, be their seventh overall. Seventh straight overall, I mean. And there's a strike. Count one and two, and the Crawdads are down to their final strike of the ballgame. One ball and two strikes. Hines winds and deals, swinging a foul at the play, and we'll do the one-two again. So a strike away from their seventh straight win, and they move to 38-5 overall. And in the CCL, they move to 23-4, the pitch. Swing and a miss on the pitch in the dirt. Schusler tags him out, and that's the ball game. So the Healdsburg Prune Packers win it 3-0 over the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Sammy Esparza is the final victim. Hines in tune, works a 1-2-3 ninth inning, and... Uh, 
Coach Mayo, we saw a lot of things today. You come to the ballpark, and uh, sometimes you see a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, and they started off slow, you know, and then um, they put that three three runs together uh, in the fifth, and um, the pitching was just outstanding. Pitching was just outstanding by the Bruin Packers, and from, from the broadcast for the first five innings too, you know. But you got to take care of the ball. You got to take care of the ball, and I think Healdsburg does a very good job of that. And they're going to need to do that coming to playoffs so they want to make a big run deep into it. So thank you again for having me. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, thank you for coming out. And just for the pitching line, Hendrick Reinerson started, went three innings, allowed one hit, struck out one. Derek Bridges, two innings, allowing two hits, striking out four. Roman Fonsacker going three innings, allowing two hits, striking out three, walking one. And Spencer Hines, an inning, one hit and one strikeout, and that's a big stat, just one walk between these Prune Packer pitchers, and one of the things I know Joey Gomes talks about all the time, throwing strikes, hitting bombs, but you know, that first part, throwing strikes is where it starts. First pitch strikes and no free passes, make them earn it. Well, the Prune Packers win it, three to nothing over the Crawdads, the final meeting of the season between these two. We'll be back here tomorrow. Now, here's the thing about tomorrow, it's the game is scheduled for 3 p.m., but should the Little League game go a certain way, the game get moved, may get moved to 6 p.m. So check prunepackers.org, check our social media pages to see what time that game will be. But as of right now, we are scheduled for 3 p.m. right here at Rec Park. For my partner, Paul Mates Arena, I am Michael Barabalt signing off for Rec Park. Once again, final score, the Prune Packers 3 and the Crawdads 0.